How's it going? Kyle from SimTV. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm at a racetrack. I'm Mike 1. I'm Mike 2. This is how professional we are. <laughs> um, you drove all the way out from uh, from your land of yore in New York. Uh, you came from New York, right? Binghamton, yeah. Okay. And you drove all the way to Audubon Country Club in the middle of uh, a pandemic to hang out with your friends. How'd it go? <laughs> it, it went well. This is this is the longest single run drive I've done. This is twelve hours. Oh yeah, eleven and a half ish. You're out of your damn and mind. It's 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 not a lot. That's I know like that. child's play for Derek. Uh, yeah, he's that's like that's a, that's how far Derek goes to Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but like the the thing that was frustrating is I had like uh, Google Maps up, right? And it said like an hour and fifty six minutes left. And I drive into this massive thunderstorm, yeah. and so it said it was an hour and fifty six minutes left for like two hours. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, you got blown back to Indiana. <laughs> yeah, it was not it was not a fun time. I was you know skating yeah. around a little bit, but we're it, here now. It was wild here last night. The rain was nuts. Uh, canopies flipping over, and like one canopy. Uh, he, he had uh, five-gallon buckets with concrete in them, anchoring the canopy Just down. Ripping them down the, the paddock. And I kid you not, this five-gallon bucket of 75, 80 pounds of concrete flips up over 20 feet in the air, came crashing down into someone else's trailer. Oh, no. Bonk! And I saw it happen, and it freaked, and missed the car in the trailer, but big hole in the roof. It was well, that sucks. gnarly. That's, that's a uh, luckily, they're friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, how do you explain that? I was literally standing next to the trailer owner, the one who's lost the cement uh, as it happened, and he he was like, "Man, car, it did real good at this tornado in Mid Ohio." Oh, <laughs> how does insurance handle that? Like, how do you explain uh, that? I think I think they're just gonna fix it. It's it, you know, <laughs> my, my trailer got yeah. hit by a concrete bucket falling. Sir, from the sky. what were you doing with said trailer? <laughs> What kind of fetishes are you into, man? Uh, so how were the races today? I was in one of them for a little while, and uh, the second one I was not. But. Okay. All the drivers keep telling me how tame it is out there. Right. And I very much disagree. Tame? Yeah. I, I don't know what they're... I seem pretty busy to me. I mean, I was up there literally panicking. My heart yeah. rate, I was my heart was buzzing like a hummingbird yeah. for race two because I was just watching these guys three wide, six deep. I don't the, know why we didn't want up 10 Literally, miles. the track staff, they have their own, uh, we're at Audubon Country Club, which has, they have, like, their own member racing, uh, and they have their own rule book and, like, three classes or something, two, two three classes, and uh, one of them is Spec Miata, and they were, the, tracks, the track manager was like, we've never seen anybody go three wide and make it, and, like, they did it every lap. And they did it every lap, and they did it, <laughs> like, front of the field, back of the field, yeah. middle of the field. Uh, it was really, the start was gnarly. Uh, the start, when I was in the start, I was, like, you know, 20-something. Uh, out of 30, and uh, the intake air temperatures on my car get real hot, so it's not very fast right now. But uh, I actually saw 225 degree intake air temps. That's hot. So it's it not was pretty to be hot. That. Now it ran great though <laughs> <It> ran <laughs> until, great the <laughs> until the alternator until the alternator cable broke in half, yeah. and the car ran down to 9.6 volts yeah. and died. <laughs> but well, I, I told myself uh, I said I'm going to make this drive, yeah. and it better be good racing yeah. out here. And it I'm was. never disappointed. Well, start, I've never been. Disappointed. Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. It's been really good so far. The start of race one, I I just like held my line inside. Like, I have never gone three wide at Autobahn before. It was awesome. It, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't really look wide enough to do it. But. It's barely wide enough, but yeah, you can do it. It's it's actually a really fun track to race wheel to wheel at. Like yeah, it really that's what is. I've heard. So. And it and it looks like it from the sidelines too. Right. Like it, it definitely passes the eyeball test. The only thing that I dislike from a commentator standpoint is you right. can't see anything from right. the tower. Like you get the first yeah, couple corners. Yeah, you see corners. one you see like two and a half turns. Yeah. Right. And, and the problem is everything exciting is happening at 11. Right. We need to have that. full live stream here. We just don't have the budgetary yes. means for it, but we're, it will happen. We're hobbling along with yeah. a webcam 
and uh, phone. Just trying to show people that we're doing things, we're right? We're trying. We're trying. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you coming out and hanging out and talking. And um, I appreciate you letting me be here. Uh, well, we're. Uh, I, have no, I have no credentials. Like, why am I here? Well, you're uh, you're, you're good at talking <laughs> on microphones. So. Uh, you and I did a bunch of commentary for, and we posted a couple of them at Slip Angles uh, for uh, iRacing. Yes. For Good Life iRacers. Are we doing that again? Uh, I think so. I think we're they want to wait until the racing season stops. Okay. So we're going to fall. Have more okay. Time. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I just get told to do things nowadays. <laughs> it's one of the things. You roped you in. I, I felt like for the first series, I, I felt kind of bad asking you, but by the time we got to the no, it was fun. You're having fun. fun. It was fun to talk to. Uh, it, the, the only problem was I was doing our Forza series on yeah. Tuesdays or Mondays or something or Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I was doing two two nights in a row. I'm announcing. Yeah. And it just got to be like. Uh, wife's like, where's Adam? Yeah, <laughs> he's just in he his room to be again. busy. <laughs> he's just in the basement talking about video games or something. <laughs> but I had a pretty good time. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's fun. Yeah. And, and another cool thing is we saw, I think David McAllister was out there today yeah. in Time Attack. Yeah. And that was a name I had not heard of except for iRacing. Right. So it's cool to see people making yeah. that. I mean, I, I, I think he was a real driver first. But What car was his? I think it was uh, he's, he's driven with us a bunch. I think I, it's an Evo, I yeah. I think it's an Evo. Yeah, I, I, I've lost track of all the people. Yeah, like, I'm also commentating Time Attack, which I know nothing about. I'm trying to learn. But well, it's, it's fastest lap time wins. That's how. It, I mean, it's. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. The rule book is actually pretty. Our rule book's pretty attainable to read. Like, it, you can grasp it pretty quick. But, yeah. um, Jackie yeah. Ding broke the track record for that class by like for two and a half seconds. <laughs> so fast. Which is insane. Ugh, I'm gonna get a lot of emails about tires, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we're working on things. Everyone wants those now, probably. <laughs> But yeah, he's going to make sure they're available. Otherwise, <laughs> they won't be legal very long. Uh-oh. But, uh, no, I, I mean, he's got a really, really good uh, really good tire on him. And he dialed the car in. He was here earlier in the week really testing. And, uh, it was a quick lap. He ran one lap and called it a Really day. impressive. Um, but, yeah, we do have the, the biggest problem right now in the tire world for, like, many manufacturers is production has ceased, especially overseas. Uh, Taiwan, Japan, et cetera. Like we're talking, even with Falcon, uh, and they, they, they can't, uh, they can't get tires. We just had a tab girl fall over. I think she's okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but yeah, the right front fender. That's, that's a better true. way to do yeah, it, maybe. Dent, dent daddy's car, <laughs> or Rob's car. Uh, but yeah, they can't get tires here, uh, and that's kind of the problem. They're in stock there, production stops. There's only like one size, and that's kind of the gray area of the rules. That's the problem. Well, drifters so. are using them all. Whoo, boy, did they use some tires today. So it was it's, really it's fun having drift back yeah, too. It's just yeah. fun to watch. And, I mean, and this is uh, this is the only track battle round that we've had drift at. I think uh, the non-festival rounds. Yep. Um, and it's yeah, they they did a great. It, job. This is usually a smaller crew, yeah, uh, and like familiar with this track, and they, they did a great job today. It, so. It's kind of scary. I was out in the paddock, not really paying attention to what was going on, and they just hear all of a sudden just skidding everywhere. Yeah. Sounds like, like everything's crashing. Yeah. <laughs> you're just waiting for the boom. Loud you know? noises and the <laughs> loud screech. But yeah. The track loves it too. Like the workers, this is the only time they drift here, yeah. And the workers think it's the coolest. Which I mean, is, it is the coolest thing. Uh, not as cool as GLT. It's pretty cool but, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did a great job. The workers uh, were great to work with today. Autobahn, some years it's harder. Like, the schedule doesn't work out well, and, like, the workers are, like, we're not meshing. Like, we're meshing pretty well today. I'm I'm real happy with the track today. And it was hot, but I hear it's not as hot as it has been the past uh, We've had years. over, we've had 120-degree heat index before yeah. with, like, no air Which movement. Which is too much. That's so. that's too much. It's not yeah. fun because you're no. just baking. Too hot. So, so. Um, Well, you going to tell people how to find you? Sim TV. Yeah, YouTube.com slash SimTV, yeah. SimTVBroadcasting.com. No, and we have a we have GLTC stats on there. 
Yeah, yeah. So keeping track of driver stats. You're, you're helping points. us with the back and end of things so we don't forget well, who wins. <laughs> all my stuff is unofficial because I don't have. I mean, I'm, I'm not going off of anybody else's numbers other than mine, right. which are not always right. But I try to fix stuff. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we appreciate your help, man. It's, I'm I, glad I'm here. I think we're gonna have a fun year. It's gonna be good. We might need to buy you a plane ticket if you're coming that far. Uh, you just say the word. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I think uh, is that going to Colorado? I feel like Ed I think was, he is. He's, yeah. He sort of half offered me a ride, so yeah. maybe I'll just. Hey, road trips are cool. Yeah, I don't know uh, what's going on. This is all I'm doing. Right <laughs> so I don't okay. have a real job yet. Well, so. we're working on that too. So. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, Derek. Next? Derek, do you want to talk for a second? Did you drove Autobahn the first time? They're really trying to get well, Rob. Derek's to talk. here, but oh, oh, you drove last year. What'd you drive? Oh, the rental car. Hey, grab Kyle's. He's got the longer cable. No, last year I drove the Renault Mazda three. I took some. Did you take Dan the sedan out last year? No, I didn't. Just okay. my just my rental car. Okay. I had uh, I was instructing. Yeah. And I had some two totally green students. Yeah. And so they were super disappointed when they were getting my Mazda three because I took them both out at the right. same time. And that only lasted a lap. Yeah. And then they, were, they had a pretty good time then? Yeah, then they had a pretty good time. <laughs> I can't believe a Monster 3 can do that. Yeah, man, this is amazing. Yeah. My Camaro Zeal 1 can't even do that. <laughs> it was, uh, I think one of the guys had a challenger, man. Yeah. Excited. No, uh, I kind of like this track. South Course is fun. Uh, it was really good for GLTC. Just it's like pretty I, fun. Brad Adams freaking called it, man. It's a man. good GLTC track. Yeah, I mean, I think the drivers this weekend really make it more than the track. Yeah, it's been a real good, clean crew. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you notice the level competition, the instead of there being four fast cars, now there's like twelve. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, and they're within a second or two or three of each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's we've had some battles at the front. The battles in mid pack were awesome. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so fun. Um, yeah, I, really, really good day. So. Yeah. Um, Starts have been wild but clean. Freaking three cars deep for four, five ten, cars. Yeah, ten rows of three cars deep entering turn one. Yeah. The uh, the track manager uh, was like nervous when uh, when I told him last year that yeah we're gonna bring it next year, uh, and then he was excited and uh, they loved it today. Good. They loved it. The, Good. They were all really impressed with everybody. So we yeah. need to keep that up, please. Yeah, the track's cool. I find uh, that turn four pretty scary. Yeah, it's fast. Yeah, and, and, and it's it, hard to judge. And it kind of yeah. decreases radius a little bit. Yeah, and um, I feel like I could put if I push too hard there, I'd go off because I just drove it yeah. once. I drove uh, our buddy Jeff Presson has a NC like mine, but yeah. still has a stock motor, and he's a, it's about to go to Cajun, and it's about to go to okay. get a two point five swap. Some people I always feel like I'm going to crash in turn four though. I know Kentucky. what you're talking about. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to crash in turn four every time. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's every time I go through it halfway decently fast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I appreciate your help, uh, trackside too. We're putting data boxes in cars. Yeah, we're putting and data boxes. We're taping the BCUs. We're trying to get legit. Yeah, as legit as we can. I'm here. I flew from Austin. I got a Dodge Caravan rental car. And is that I'm, it right there? Yep, that's it right there. Man, Casper the friendly ghost. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's got the black wheels. It's got the black wheels. <laughs> 360 miles on it when I picked it up. Oh really? She's yep. new, huh? Yeah, she's new. So you're the first one to sleep in it. Yeah, the seats roll, the, all the seats lay down flat. I got a yeah. I got an air mattress. It's got a one ten in it. I just leave it idling all night. It's not AC. bad. Freaking fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it. got an inverter, one ten plug, and everything. Yeah, it's got an inverter and one ten plug. Yeah. Man, I'm making making Chrysler minivan sound pretty good to me right now. No Apple CarPlay, so it's mildly. I might need to that, come but. join you if my if my generator gives me any more grief. But you having problems with it? Uh, it's fine now. During the heat of the day, I didn't run it during the day, and yeah. I like started it up before race one because I like wanted it to be cold in the bus when I came back. And I crank the AC up, and then something goes tink in the back, 
and it was the power transfer switch that, like, mm. if you plug it into the wall or you run the generator, it decides yeah. who powers the bus, you know? And that switch was just like, it's too hot in here. We're not working. And then it didn't work until, like, 8 o'clock at night. I opened all the windows and fanned it all out, and then it worked again, so... Uh-oh, Emil's got problems. Yeah. Emil, you want to talk about yeah, your problems? I can't talk too much because can't, you can't hear him yet. Wait till I give him the mic. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah the, uh, dude, I can't believe So, like, we're at Audubon Country Comp, yeah. which we love, and we're happy they're racing here. But this is an expensive track to be a member at, and there's not RV hookups. And it seems weird no. to me that there's not at Well, least the like members 20. don't stay overnight. They just come here, drive for an hour, and then they go to the bar. But there's a nice bar over there. We're not allowed, but it's a nice yeah. bar. Full stock. Uh, I think next, I think Rob Mancherry needs to talk. There's literally two RV hookups, though, and Abe's, Abe's RV has one of them. Hey, Rob. What am I supposed to talk about? We could talk about you building a GLTC car. Why'd you build a GLTC car? Well, like I kind of got grandfathered in with the GTS2 car, right? That's the true. Yeah, the first race was the first race. was mid-Ohio. Yeah, which was um, still one of, like, the highlights. It's such a great weekend, man. I mean, I... When I talk about, like, when people ask me what I like about racing, like, I just think about that race. That was a really good weekend. It was, like, it was borderline magical for me because, like, nobody crashed in any sessions. Like, one car got stuck. Like, it was, like, yeah, it was, like, 60 degrees. Like, it was a magical weekend for me. as good of, like, a race weekend as it gets. Yeah. They don't come much cleaner either. Uh, like, I... There were zero freaking like there were there were no incidents. Right? No, I think we had like one to- one donut. Like Katil and uh, Aaron gave each other black marks, and that was it. Maybe. Um, what's that? Oh yeah, <laughs> Lichty did you know encourage me through madness. I believe yeah. one time, but I did try and make it to like. I made my car seem a little wider than it should have been. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably not in the spirit of the rules, but uh, it was like a pig racing against. Uh, two greyhounds so i had to do something yeah you you an e4, e36 does feel big uh compared to miatas um i will say though like getting rid of that e36 and then now racing against the e36 that i just got rid of yeah yeah your car's here he's been plaguing me my, my own car has been plaguing me for like the past two race weekends yeah so <laughs> yeah Woody's. maybe i shouldn't have sold Woody's that. laying down some times too he's doing well Woody's. Woody's uh, like i'm i'm like happy to have Woody in the series he's yeah. fantastic no, I've, I've been in, I've been enjoying getting to talk to him and getting to know him. So he's been, uh, he's been a super clean. Car. I had a data box in his car. Talked to him for a few minutes in pit, and uh, yeah, he's running clean. It was so awesome. <laughs> I loved it when you didn't win that race with Woody. <laughs> it, it, uh, that turns the movie put on me in turn six kind of hurts. Like I, I'm gonna have a nightmare about that this evening. Yeah. He put uh, that MK60 uh, ABS system in that car. Oh, really? It's got the good ABS? Like, he can stand that car on its nose. E46 M3 ABS? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he literally made me look like I was braking 300 feet too early for the corner. In turn six. In turn six. You don't even have to brake that hard in turn six, but... Well, I mean... He, he outbraked you, huh? I just... Really? And it's stuck? Is a, I, I believe, as Dale Jr. puts it, slide job. Yeah? Slide job. Well, that's cool. <laughs> and it, like, somehow it's, like, run off the corner didn't get hurt either. It's yeah? Amazing. E36s are good cars, man. That's a good car. But, uh, you grab that. Eat that mic, man. Okay. No, 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 just no, grab no, it, baby. Just grab it. Uh, so, uh, Rob, you built a K24 Miata also. K24A2 K Miata. K Miata. And uh, you actually won. Well, he wrote some checks to get a K Miata. Uh, somebody built Rob a K Miata. That's fine. It's fine. I'm going to shove this microphone up. Yeah. Hey, you, you actually won the Road America weekend, right? You won points overall? At Road America? Yeah. 
No, Ro- uh, Road Atlanta. I was definitely not at Road Atlanta. Road Atlanta. Atlanta. I'd love to have been there. Yeah, uh, Road Atlanta. Road Atlanta. Thankfully, uh, Kutil and Aaron both uh, almost DNF the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. Kutil had the famous uh, jump turn three, and all of his relays fell out. And love Aaron had a lot of problems. And uh, yeah, it was uh, that was a, that was an interesting weekend. Watching uh, Kutil just play with his shifter at the and what is that race four yeah. where it's just not even connected. Something came loose. What? Uh, yeah, you could actually see it on the live stream too. Because uh, they had an in-car camera, and he's just rowing it. <laughs> it's doing nothing. But no, that was a fun uh, weekend. That was like my second time ever to row Atlanta. And were you at uh, Midwest Festival? Yes, sir. Okay. So you were at both festi- or both big festivals I last year. I've been to both big festivals. Yeah. That uh, was a long year last year. <laughs> a couple of long festivals. Fantastic year, though. Uh, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you're joining us. I'm glad you're part of it. So. Hey, Scott. Glad to be here. Uh, Emil, you want to talk for a minute? Uh, sure. What happened to your car? You overheated it? I heard you blew uh, a trans up. Yeah. I What'd you do? A, I blew third gear to smithereens in qualifying. In qual. Yeah. And then you were out an hour later. One. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you do that? Uh, it wasn't just me. It was yeah. uh, hey, Scott, a bunch of other. Let me have this okay. Yeah, it was a bunch of other buddies that helped pitch in. Um, we had a spare gearbox here, and that was uh, that was convenient, to say the least. Um, but, yeah, like Scott and Ethan and, and Jeff and all those guys, like, just like didn't even ask questions they just dug in and so what's the shop time run on a what's the shop time run on a a miata transmission swap like how long what do you guys fill on that kind of a thing i think it's probably like uh four or five hours i would say if i had to guess i don't do the yeah so i don't know for sure and i and i think definitely not uh it's definitely not 45 minutes. yeah definitely not 45 minutes which yeah. they did it in so can we pull rate like all my previous transmission swaps like, we, hey, we could talk about that I have to go break into the bathrooms because they locked it. We have like 150 people camping here, and they locked all the bathrooms. So I'll be back. <laughs> all right, we'll be, we'll just we'll just be chatting. See, so yeah, unfortunately, the highlight of my day was uh, crawling under my car and replacing the transmission, like before uh, before race one. Um, I don't. I still don't know how I qualified six because I only ran like two flying laps in qualifying. Ran some good ones. Um, but I felt like I was kind of just coming up to speed, so. Uh, I was actually like trying to talk myself out of doing the gearbox between qualifying and the race because I didn't think it was really worth it. And Jared checked the timesheets and he was like, "Man, you're still in." At the time, it was the fourth or fifth. And then by the end of the session, uh, I think Justin Kelly snuck in uh, third or fourth, and uh, and yeah, so I ended up sixth. And ironically, then after race one, Justin Kelly's gearbox broke as well, <laughs> and then he had to race race two in a different car. Yeah. So it's just a gearbox plague. Yeah, that's not a that's not something I would wish. So so here so here's something I'm curious about, and this is Derek talking. I don't have the mic now. Uh, well, so whenever you do a big like a gearbox swap for me would be like a big thing. Like I'd probably spend two weeks doing that at my house. Yeah. Uh, did you were you nervous at all? Like is everything tight? Blah blah blah. Or are you pretty? You were just ready to go when you got on grid no, for a race. I knew everything we put together was gonna was gonna be solid. Um, you know, obviously the torque wrench didn't come out for anything except for like maybe the wheels, but yeah, <laughs> um, I got a fr- pretty good feel for my a little electric impact gun, and I know uh, what what to set it on and how how many uggadugas, but yeah, it's I'll go through I'll go over everything that we did uh, when I get back home, you know, next week. But uh, it's yeah, a lot of ha- a lot of hands on the car. Yeah, for sure, and you know. If it was anybody else, I, I would have been following behind with a, 
you know, a torque wrench or, or a ratchet to, to make sure they tighten everything. But um, I trust all these guys, and yeah. I definitely could not have done it without them. I would have just been, I just been sweating under the car for like two hours straight. And then Pervez came in clutch with the umbrella. He was literally standing over me while I was laying under the car, Pervez the umbrella, providing shade for me. Pervez is coming clutch. Shade. He drove good today too. Dude, he did so great today. Yeah. Yeah. So usually Pervez is kind of like around my pace, about two seconds off of the real fast guys. Usually two and a half seconds, and he turned the wick up today. Yeah. And he is right there with him. And he's never been here like me or Rob like no Rob never, been, never here. been here so um, you know the learning curve has been steep yeah um, can we just say he's doing it with an FA20 like yeah he's yeah he's at the front of the field with an FA20 an FRS FA20 arguably one yeah. of the worst motors I would say and he's putting that thing Pervez's Pervez's FA20 FRS is probably the fastest stock motor FRS in the country it has to be yeah I don't think there's another one. They got that thing light. Yeah, he's he's done a lot of work to dial that thing in. Like, uh, we've had the gearbox in and out of thing like 18 times between like trying different flywheel and uh, crank pulley and drive shaft combinations to where he like just you know gets it right. And he's super picky about stuff like that. And it obviously sh- you know shows like the car's yeah, it's got a dial surprisingly reliable for an FA20 and. I think the biggest thing, big issue he had was he had a lot of problems with his coils, and what? How did we fix that? Because I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of listeners have heard his BRZ is pretty popular. I think his big thing was um, he. I think he ended up ordering some sort of expensive Japanese coil, upgraded coils of some sort, mm. and a lot of cooling and a lot of heat shielding. Here we can we can ask him. Perez. Hey, hey, Perez. Come here. Like now. Come here. He's a great dude. Yeah, he's super nice. Yeah, he's like, like the best. Here, we're giving you a mic. Tell the podcast how you f- made your FA20 stop blowing co- ignition coils and stuff. Talk into the mic. Into the mic. You got to hold it to your mouth. Honestly, the I don't think the issue maybe presents itself unless you're on E85 and on a hot, hot tune. Which is pretty common for FRS and BRZs because a lot of them are on E85. I think the problem is most people, they just keep putting the stock coils back in. And that's the issue. And when you talk to some people that are in the know, they'll tell you, like, for example, Cusco offers a higher capacity uh, coil pack. And a lot of people just think, oh, that's just BS and it's not. But uh uh-huh. They were kind enough to provide the data, and it's a it's just run. It allows for higher RPM, secondary charge, and it just works. And the moment we put those in the car, zero I, issues. Zero issues. I mean, the moment we unrolled, we rolled the car off the trailer last Road America, and I was immediately misfiring on the first. I mean, the first practice session I was yeah. misfiring in fifth and sixth. And you were having that problem at the NCM test day following Road America as well. Yeah. And new factory coils, right? Yeah, we put new factory coils. It didn't solve the issue. The moment I put the Cusco's in, and people are saying, oh, they're expensive, but, like, <clears throat> you buy 10 coil packs at $100 a piece. You buy 10 coil packs at $100 a piece, you've already paid for the... Yeah. And the other problem... How much the other, are they? Well, they're not... They're not... They're probably double the cost. I think they're probably, like... Maybe six or seven hundred dollars. Yeah. But the real savings is 
when you have a coil pack go out at the track, I mean, anyone that's done coil packs on these cars, they're a fucking nightmare. Are they a big job? I don't, no, I mean, it's not a big job. It's just that it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and I can't, I, I'm, I don't do it, so I don't want. Yeah, I wouldn't do it be doing it either. No. So. Look at these nail beds. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, I've got calluses, but they're from racing dirt bikes, not working on dirt bikes. Now, so anyway, the long story short, it's no, those things are legit. They have solved issues with uh, misfiring high RPMs cars. Good. You know. Cool. Well, we were just wondering about it. You ran good today, and we were proud of you. We were talking about Thanks, you. Man. Cars hooked up. Feels good here. Yeah. So. Mm. We all try to talk Pervez out of, like, running this car and building a Miata, but he was very stubborn. And. Well, it's all about the chassis. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to keep all these detunes. And Pervez has lots of fancy cars. <laughs> he has, like, some GT3s and Caymans and different things. And for some reason, he just really wanted to build an FRS, and he has made this thing successfully fast. I mean, you, you know, I have a Miata, so this isn't like I sold it out. I yeah. Just, he, he also owns a Miata WRL car. honest to God's truth. I just like, well, I love the way the... FRS looks. A, it's a coupe. They do look cool. They just look cool. Yeah. And you know the chassis is good. So I was like, all right, let's see how fast we can make it. That's all it. That's all this has turned into. It's just a exercise. And yeah. Well, apparently it's second off Aaron so far. So fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. Speak. Speaking of, Mister Leakty. Hey Aaron, you got a minute? I don't care if you do or not. Come over here. Here, talk to Adam. Why talk to me? Did you get the bathroom figured out? Yeah, broke into all the bathrooms in 47 right. seconds. Let's talk about the race today. Here's your recorder. Okay, let's see if we're... to speak as little as possible on a podcast. That's... Too much bourbon. It'll only take a second, man. Hey, what are all those black marks on your car for? Uh, those are tires. <laughs> oh, okay. Recycling. <laughs> uh, okay. You don't want to put it on the track. You want to keep it for later? Yeah. Okay. Like that. So how was the racing today? You uh, you won both races. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. nerve wracking. Yeah, uh, second race, uh, I was sidelined uh, watching, and it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> it was definitely gnarly. Sure. Uh, Smedegard, uh, he was coming hard for you, uh, and you guys had a good battle, man. It looked really, really good. I think we did. Um, how uh, how'd the car perform? You were you were telling us uh, you were telling me yesterday about a stupid problem you were having. I thought uh, my car drove great. Yeah, good. So we have that flat power band, which I don't think is a secret anymore. It never was a secret. No, no. We're always very public about it, right? Um, and we have it for a long range from right. like 5,500 RPMs to 8,500 right. RPMs. But we do that by closing the throttle body down to like 35, 36%. Right. From like 6,500 to 7,500 RPMs. That's when the engine's supposed to And then to you sit. start opening it back up again? Well, we try to. Yeah. Except that we're shutting it so much that it's pulling a vacuum and it's trying to pull the throttle it's literally, closed. It's literally clamping it shut. And we cannot get the throttle body to stay open. So the answer to that is you just shift it 67. Is it RPMs. a temperature based problem, you think? Or you know, like. If I knew the answer, I'd have fixed it. That's uh, true. I don't yeah. know. Was we it don't, I say when you were telling? I don't know because more than one person is involved in trying okay. to address this issue. Is yours the only one that's doing it? Mine's doing it the worst. Okay. Everyone's is doing it to some degree, but right. theirs are pulling up like, basically we have target and we have actual. Right? Okay. So we're targeting a throttle percentage, and then we have the actual throttle percentage that right. we're hitting. My target versus actual is yeah. like an 8% deviation. Yeah, so if you like want 33%, you're, you're getting 25. And it's slamming shut then. 
if you yeah. have an 8% deviation at 35% throttle, That's, you're losing, it's about 30 horsepower. You're going full vacuum the pretty much. The car doesn't yeah. want to rev through it. Where everybody's throttle body's doing this for right. like 2%. And for whatever reason, mine okay. is way worse. So way I worse. ran the races shifting at 6,700 RPMs and yeah. thanks to flat power. That's most of your power, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. so could you, have you thought about uh, having the throttle more open and taking a bunch of power away with VTC or timing or fueling? We did or? that. And we did exactly that. So that was our answer is we actually left the throttle right. 100% open or 94%, which is effectively 100%. Right. And then we set our detune using you know ignition timing, okay. cam timing, fuel. And I went and drove the car at Putnam for a test, and it felt awful. Really? So then I put one of the old maps on the car, right. one where the throttle closes like 8%, and it loses 30 horsepower, and right. it's faster in a straight line than that detune. Really? So I just scrapped that map and decided that wasn't going to It literally Holy felt cow. bad for the engine. Um, I, I would so imagine. Yeah, I don't I would have imagine. an answer for that, but again, shifting at 6,700 RPMs worked pretty well. Yeah. Interesting. So, but once like, we can get that fixed, we get those long gears back. Yeah. And that plays to our advantage. You were talking uh, last night, like you're maybe investigating some different throttle bodies. You're going to try a bunch of bunch of ideas. So. I think so. So if we went to a smaller throttle body where right. we were cutting our throttle percentage, say to like 55 percent instead of 35 yeah. percent, the hope is that we wouldn't have that vacuum yeah. in the manifold and we wouldn't be pulling the blade yep. shut. It's makes just sense. a theory right now. But All right. Well, it, yeah. It, if you can find the right combo, it makes sense. But, yeah. Uh, so the car ran okay today. Yeah, I thought the car ran great. I mean, it was certainly competitive. Our yeah. straight line speed was strong. Honestly, keeping the revs down is easy. Right. It just so happened that the gearing at this track worked really well. Right. My fear was that there were going to be corners where I wanted to, like, ring it out and right. rev the car a little higher, and I was going to have to make awkward, like, pre Upshift, downshifts, yeah. And actually shifting at 6,700 to 7,000, the gearing works perfect around this yeah. track. So I don't feel like it was a... Um, a handicap for me at all. You're in a you're in a stock Miata trans, right? Stock gearing. Yeah, stock okay. five speed. Begrudgingly, okay. the yeah. gearbox is not pleased. No, to be in the car. it's about time to go. Yeah, shout out to Walter Motorsports. I'm gonna be calling you soon. Yeah, <laughs> time to time for some built stuff. Yep, for sure. And I, Derek's here. I ordered one, and I have a Walter Motorsports five speed on the way right now. You're getting one? I didn't know. You didn't tell me that. I paid for it already. Yeah. No, with your credit card that you're gonna pay for later. Nah, I use real money, God dollars. That's not yeah. how you buy things, oh, Derek. I use real- Derek doesn't buy things with money. <laughs> I put in, he's put in a, a, a fancy, super short fifth gear for their tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so my car is going to like top out at 130 mile an hour. That's, uh, that sounds cool. I'm, I didn't know you got that coming. Man, uh, Derek's getting fancy on us. Those 2.5 Duratex uh, proved to be pretty strong at Gingerman, too. So. Torquey boys. Yeah, it's like a different kind of K-Series, you know? So. I think they're stronger than a K-Series. It, it, like, the potential is definitely there. It is. Um, you said you hadn't been here since 2009, right? Correct. What did, uh, what did you think of the track then versus now? It's as bumpy as I remember. It's being. pretty bumpy. Yeah. <laughs> they fixed some areas, but uh, before that big straightaway, yeah. I was on the outside of it a few times t- yeah. uh, today in, in race one, yeah. and the car was like, like skating sideways yeah. it's gnarly out there i hear people in the paddock right. say like when are they going to repave this track and the truth is the bumps kind of are the challenge of auto yeah like if they yeah. took the bumps away i don't think i'd enjoy it as much uh, i embrace the bump i literally kind of i, I kind of loved it uh like they got they oh yeah the weepers the weepers were the problem in the afternoons yeah, the, when you get big rain here and then it gets hot the rain, the water starts shooting up onto the paved surface through expansion joints and cracks. There, it's 
sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And, and it can change lap to lap, too. Well, yeah. and it's one thing to be in, say, like a time trial or an HBD session where just, like, magically there's a puddle of water in the middle right. of a corner that you didn't know was there and can't physically see. But when you're following your door, friend. Door <laughs> miles an hour with your buddy, and you're like, yeah, oh, I, know. Sudden, I didn't know that he was going to hit water yep. that corner and wash out of my door. So you were asking when we started chatting about the rubber marks on my door. Yeah. Compliments to the spring geyser in turn okay. 12 for that one. So you uh, you slowed somebody's uh, movement off track or something, huh? Yeah, you know, I was a cushion. <laughs> yeah, well, the car looks not too much worse for wear. No, so. it's not bad. It kind of blends in with the graphic scheme. Well, a little bit white of, on the front and black on the rear. A little bit of goo gone. You get that uh, donut off of there. Exactly. Yeah, I saw a donut on your door and on Smedegard's door. He wiped his so. donut off. Came right off? Which, actually, I was a little offended. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I get... Yeah, come on, yeah. What, like, like when you're... Gra- tattoo that we got together, yeah. and he got his, like, taken we're, off. Yeah, five years later, you meet no. each other at a wedding. Like, where's your tattoo, bro? Yeah, what exactly. the heck? I guess we're not friends. Exactly. <laughs> Good analogy. Yeah, like when your grandma gives you a kiss, and you wipe it off right away, and she gets sad. He totally wiped my kiss <laughs> oh, off. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, what's up, Tim? Tim's on uh, yeah, the Bourbon Street, too, here. Uh So, uh... You glad you came to Audubon? It's a last-minute decision for you I'm guys. I'm always glad when I come to a race. Good. Well, I'm always stressed out coming to them, and yeah? I'm glad when I get here. I, I know the feeling. Same for you. Yeah, it was a long week. It, it was a long week. I wouldn't. I would quit if like if somebody could take over and I could just go race grid life and pay entry fees. Yeah. Like right now, I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Hey Derek, get on it. <laughs> There's no money in it. That's the problem. I <laughs> it's, I do not it's really not a fun job. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, I like I find myself I, I did practice qual and race one today and then my alternator wire broke off and I had to stop. Um and my intake air temps what's a safe intake air temp? You're smart, you want a shop. Whatever your intake air temp is, yeah. that's a safe intake well, air temp. Like where would you be it like might Ooh. not be a good one for power, but where, it's safe. Well where would you be like, ah, I don't think that's good for things. On today, yeah. one forty and I'd be like, Ugh <laughs> Where yeah, like one seventy? Two twenty five. Yeah, and guess what? Ran great. Didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I looked down at the gauge, and I'm like, it's in Celsius, and it's it was like 107, 110, 109. So and you're doing like yeah, mental calculations. I walked there. up, and I'm like, hey, Derek, you, your phone's out. Google 109 Celsius in Fahrenheit. He's like, 224 or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, so that was with no ice in qualifying, uh, and then I put ice in for the race. Uh, but then the battery, battery at what, came. Yeah. At what intake air temp does your fuel just evaporate before it can make it into the cylinder? Dude, the, I, I swear, oil pressure is great. The only and like it's a little slow in a straight line, but it's not noticeable. Yeah. Um, it's low boost, like six, seven psi. But um, it and it's a roots blower. That's why it gets so hot. You know, it's. I knew it wasn't going to be a good setup, but I was like, I gotta do this because I wanted one of these when I was eighteen. So I did it. Here but, we are. Uh, it's a. I did a water cool manifold on the. I put laminova cores in the manifold. Uh, so blower into manifold straight into head, you know. Yeah. And so I put ice in the tank for the race, and it was a lot cooler for the first three laps, but still pretty hot. Yeah. Um, still like 140-ish. And then uh, it just starts going. Like, it just melts all the ice and it starts going. So are we going to do so. like seven-minute sprint races for GLTC? No, forward? I think there might be a turb ski in my future. So, yeah, we might have to get rid of a roots blower, but... Uh, Can I, I introduce you to our Lord and Savior, the K24? I'm never doing it, man. <laughs> there is never doing it. Never, ever, ever. No, he didn't. Uh, I mean, the temptation is there, like, big time. Yeah. It's yeah. easy. They're cheap. Yeah. They are cheap, too. They're really cheap. Like, it's, 
It used to be it used to be a case that I didn't want one because they were like six grand. Like case swaps cost tons of money, and now you can like buy everything used from somebody and get a JDM K24 or some junkyard TSX motor for like eighteen dollars. Like yeah. everything is free. Literally, it's so stupid. But anyway, well, I'm glad you guys came out. Um, all your cars hold up so far. Neil did a gearbox change. Have we I talked heard. about that? Did you guys That's talk about amazing. it? Yeah. Started to talk about when I had to go pick all the locks in the bathrooms. Yeah, we have how many people camping here? Two hundred people, and they Seems locked like up. Lot. They locked all the bathrooms. Yeah, we have two. That showers. was nice. That was nice. You know, it's so. actually great for uh, containing a virus. You just, yeah, you just funnel everyone into two showers. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. I hear you can't catch it when you're clean. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You gotta wash all that dirt yeah, off. If you're from virus. Kentucky, you just drink 120 proof. Sixty percent alcohol kills the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, I think we made a podcast. That's uh, 40 minutes. Sounds like a show to me. Cheers. I want to hang out, but thank you guys all for coming. Thanks for hanging out on the show. Yeah. Is Kyle still here? Kyle's gone. There he is. He's 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 making new friends. Yep. Um, but yeah, next uh, next race out is Mid Ohio in a month. The best race of the season, my prediction. I hope so. I hope so. If we get some good weather, we'll be set. If so. James storms the Canadian border. Uh, James, we're talking to yeah. you. Uh, Make he, a run he's for He's a man. listener. Uh, you want to plug the shop quick? Uh, the winning formula? Yeah. We're an automotive motorsports preparation yeah. shop out of Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Try to build fast cars. Sometimes succeed. Seems like that's kind of one of your jobs, and you might nail it sometimes. So, Absolutely. Uh, I love the variety of cars you guys have brought. Um, Thank you. The Boxster is incredible. Uh, I'm glad it's, it's been embraced. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, I've got I like I like getting to know Scott. That's He's, a Cayman. Not a Cayman. Sorry. Yeah. Boxster Cayman. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. Yep, I'm bad with I'm bad with the porches. So. Hey, Boxster. Uh, What's that? Scott Bowling. Yeah. He is a new racer. Yeah. He loves it. He's, He's the guy with the Cayman. Um, he came to our event in October with a GT3 just to drive HPD. Yeah, he brought his GT3 um, to run HPD and kind of feel it out, and he had an awesome time. Good. And he came into the shop, and he wanted to build a K-Miata. And I said, there's too many K-Miatas. Sorry, yeah. Calzada, <laughs> owner of K-Miata. I'm sorry. Yeah. We built a lot of K-Miatas. And uh, I said, let's do a Porsche. I think we need some diversity on the grid. And he was a Porsche guy. Yeah, so. but he was worried about being perceived as, like, pretentious and right. rapidy by building the Porsche. Um, I think everybody just thinks it's that, rad. That wouldn't be the case, that it's a cool car. Yeah. Um, so we put it together, and, uh, yeah, he's embraced the kind of GLTC yeah. vibe and mindset 100%. P- I, every time I see somebody staring at that thing in, uh, in grid or in the pits or whatever, like, everybody's like, Damn, this is yeah. sick! Yeah. It's a really cool build. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that's here. But and Caymans are like they're attainable cars now too. Yeah, they are. I mean, like they're less. They, they cost as much as a Camry. Yeah, I mean the nice thing if you buy <laughs> a Miata, you have to change the motor to yeah. make anywhere close to legal power. Where on that car, we just take a stock motor yeah. and buy a Cobb access port you yeah. know, for twelve hundred bucks. And there's our detune. Where our Miatas. We take the BP motor, we put a K-Series in, now we're tearing up gearboxes, yeah. and we need to build... Standalone a gearbox, ECUs and, and adapter and then, plates. And then yeah. we need pretty you know, pretty sophisticated tuning, which I'm struggling yeah. with now, where that car is kind of the easy button. So there's a lot of money to be saved there by buying into a right. stronger car from the get-go. I mean, the cost to build, uh, hours-wise and shop-wise, probably not very different. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's pretty similar. I, I'm, I'm actually yeah. embarrassed to admit how similar it is. Yeah, I believe it. This is something, again, not to make this run too long, but no, GLTC fine. right now... That it's populated by a lot of lightweight, low-power cars yeah. with guys that are changing motors and doing things to make more power. 
when in reality, I think long term, this series will have more cars. Easily could. Start with two mu- cars that make too much power. Yeah, C5 Vets, et cetera. Yeah, C5 yeah. Vets, 350Zs. 350Z guys, where you at? Yeah. Come that's on. A good, we had two of them at Road America. E36, yeah. E46, M3s. Yeah. They're showing up. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're going to come, and those guys, it's the easy button. Us Miata guys, Coutil and the Civic, it's, yeah. it's hard to get the You take every the nut and bolt off the car and change every freaking thing, and yeah. then you're in. A, st- you're still in a tiny crap box. Yeah. Uh, versus, reliability. Yeah, versus a beautiful car <laughs> with plenty of shell around yeah. you. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a simple car. Yeah. We can't Very say cool. that about the Miata. No, your Miatas are a little busy. So, yeah, they are busy. but when they're reliable, they uh, they run like the Nazis through Poland. So that's cool. <laughs> so, anyway, all right, buddy. So we'll uh, we'll hang out. Let you drink some more bourbon. Thank you guys for coming so much. Awesome. So. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes, and come and find us in the pits at Gridlight to say hello.